Hey, Catalyst crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 52. It's Thursday, so we've got GMF0123Art on with us, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. May the fourth be with you, Jim. And same to you, we're here on uh, Star Wars Day. Not only that, our one-year anniversary of the cast. Yes, I mean, what what a perfect day for oh, it to fall it, yeah, on. Come couldn't, on. Couldn't it get any better than that? That is the truth. That was not planned. No, no. How you doing? I am doing well. How about yourself? So... Uh, I think I've angered the gods a little Uh-oh, bit. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we got the show coming up on Saturday yes. over at Double Midnight in Manchester, mm-hmm. New Hampshire. And I was getting some of the, you know, the goodies going. Yes. And we had a pretty severe malfunction oh, with the t-shirt yeah. printer. Yeah. What a shame. And it, it's all part of it, though. You know, like right. that's the, those are the ugly parts. They don't like to tell right. you about well that's you know that's what happens when you do manufacturing and art and right. art and you do it all yourself is you're going to have those issues where if something goes down right you know you're stuck with not getting the inventory and truthfully you know you get more control but it's there's it's a it's a heavy price sometimes yes but i was fixing it mm-hmm. right i was working on it okay and I accidentally squirted 99% isopropyl alcohol right into my eyeball. Yeah, that's how you do it. That was a very interesting uh, yeah. feeling. Nice. nice. Oh, my eye was blood red. For oh, I'm sure four it was. The second degree burn, it said online. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah, not that's not recommended. So before we get you know into this episode, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about one thing sure. that has been bothering me. For years, okay. but it's reared its ugly head these ah, last okay. this last year and a half. Saturday yes. n- is not only free comic book day and our, our day of uh the Comic Con and mm-hmm. you know. It's also the coronation of, oh. of one King Charles III. Ah, okay. Well, what a fucking I it makes every time I hear anything about it, it makes me so angry i don't even have a dog in this fight no but just here 250 million dollars for this right we're in a recession exactly people are having trouble paying their bills yep and this sausage fingered motherfucker Mm -hmm. is going you know what we need we need to have a party about me that's going to cost a quarter of a billion dollars because it'll make everyone feel better right of course, you know, and but you're going to get idiots that watch this shit and think that that's it's okay. But it's not okay. It's not okay whatsoever. But you're going to get people that are like, oh, they're royals. Go fuck yourself. What are you what talking about? It, it means mean? nothing. It it's means a fig- nothing. It's a it's a figurehead with nothing behind it. Here, what the thing that bothers me about it is right. They collect an incredible amount of money yes. from their duchies, they call it, mm-hmm. right? Which is, ju- they just own a shitload of land, right? right. So they're basically landlords. Mm-hmm. And instead of them paying for the coronation, they're using taxpayer money to do it. Of course. That is fucking insane to me. Right, because it, it because even though they don't have any political power, they still it's still looked at as such. And so, yes, they're going to fleece the public to pay for these type of events when they could with 
with ease afford it themselves for money that they get for virtually nothing. But it's not just that. The Bank of England came out and told the people, like, you, you need to just get used to being poor. Right. Sure. Of and course. And it's like, you, you can't say that to people and then go, but we're going to spend a quarter of a billion dollars on a party for the king. Because, you know, right. we got to stroke his ego. Mm-hmm. They shipped a fucking stone from Scotland to the UK, the Stone of Destiny. Oh, okay. What a stupid yeah. fuck. Like, look, I'm not shitting on people's traditions, right? Sure. But at the same time, these people, he was born into this role. He didn't earn it. Right. Right? He doesn't bring any value None. to anyone. No. No know? value whatsoever. And it's just insane to me mm-hmm. that, that the English people are allowing this to continue first of all yeah and then second of all like you like you said who the fuck is watching this well that's the thing right i mean as as bad as it is that the english people are are okay with allowing it to happen americans watch it and celebrate it like it's meaningful in some way shape or form well just to be clear 50 percent of the uk is totally against the monarchy sure 70 percent is against this coronation okay so so that's good listen if 70 percent of your people are saying yeah it's not the right time to do this Mm -hmm. maybe just have a small ceremony you cuck yeah and he goes no i'm gonna ride around in my golden chariot Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put my my fancy you know suit on i'm gonna sit in my golden chair you're gonna put the crown on me with the stolen jewels mm-hmm. and that's it yeah and you guys are even though you don't think it's the right time to do it are gonna pay for it and you need to swear your loyalty to me right exactly i i would just be like you can eat a bag of fucking dicks yeah, bro absolutely just incredible yeah no they're just that that's just the most pathetic thing and anybody that thinks that those people are worthy of anything and would spend one minute watching that fiasco they are human garbage they They are the absolute worst type of people on the planet absolutely awful all right let's get out of that let's get out of this funk Okay. okay my eyes healing good what uh what have you watched so a year ago i stumbled upon this show that was on epics that's okay. now MGM Plus, all right? And it was a show called From. <laughs> Which is weird, because, like, Amazon owns MGM now. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not just all on Prime. Thankfully, it's not. <laughs> but I stumbled upon this show. Yeah. Watched the first season. Really liked it. Yeah. But the thing is, there wasn't much, you know, hype about, hey, you know, this is definitely renewed yeah, kind of or, a hidden gem yeah it was a hidden gem so you know you got all these to you know that's the one about like the dead zone and there's yeah, like monsters and right. everything so all these all you know people converge from all across the country yeah. to this one area right everybody stumbles upon the same thing that brings them to this town and once you're there you can't get out yeah it's got like the silent hill rules yeah and it's controlled by monsters we don't know what type of monsters they are, but the thing is, they come out at dark. Right, right. And yeah. it's your, you know, it's you your know, typical. Yeah, you know, it's like you, you, you can't if you, as long as you're inside a home, they're not coming out. They after can't. You. Right. You have to allow them in, or you have to be outside of a some sort of whatever yeah, kind of a vampire dwelling. vibe or whatever. Right, exactly. Okay. So it's kind of like a zombie vibe, kind of like a vampire 
vibe. It, it, yeah. We don't really know, right? Right, right. We don't know what the monster is, but it has different rules right. that kind of apply, so it throws you off. Yeah. So, you know, the first season, you got a family that comes in to yeah. this town. They've been there for a little while. You're trying to figure the whole thing out, right? So they're trying to escape. They, they can't. You know, they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this thing. Sure. So the show... And season one ends with a, a bus coming in. So now there's a whole new busload of people oh, that so come now, in. Right. So now you have a whole new cast of characters. Right. Exactly. So season one ends, and for a year, we do, you know it keeps everybody in the message boards and everything are like, hey, you know what's going on? We got to yeah, get it's renewed radio for silence. Right. And no one's mentioning a thing about it. Well, the thing is, is like you said, it was Epics, and now it's MGM Plus. So they're right. just focusing on. You know, the transition, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, everybody was like, oh, yeah, no, we got you got to have a season two there. You know, nothing has been answered. Yeah. You, you left, left it on, it a, on cliff. a cliff. Hang. Yeah. Right. So it's like, OK, then all of a sudden, you know, radio silence is broken. We got, oh, it's season two has been greenlit. Cool. Almost a year has gone by. We finally get the first word that they're going to come back for a season two. Yeah, that's rad. That's rad. All of a sudden, like a week later, the first episode for season two drops out of the absolute clear blue. So let me let me ask you something. Do, mm-hmm. you, do you prefer it that way where it's just radio silence and then they go, well, it's greenlit and then a week later it drops? Or would you prefer that they hype you up for a year? No, I would rather know for because you know okay because you don't want to like you've invested the time like yeah. you want to know if you're getting any more right exactly you know i put the time in to watch an entire season i'm right. fully invested in this show and these characters i want to know you know that i'm that it was worth my time to do that right you know and then you go a year and you think well that you know because what a waste i, I know you don't only one season i know you're not like a big gamer or anything right but but there's a company called Bethesda. It got purchased by Microsoft okay. recently. And at the shows, what they would do is they would announce a game, and then a week later it would drop. Oh, okay. Right? Most companies hype you up for a year, two sure. years, three years. And these guys would just be like, well, we have this game. It's available today. Yeah. And there's something you know, really rad about that, because you get the sure. hype, right? And then you get to dive right in. Mm-hmm. But there's also something to be said about the hype train. You know right. what I mean? Like you get to anticipate it. It's exciting. It's coming. Like Right. And sometimes you get, you know, you'll get the ability to talk about it, like what may be coming. Right. Maybe you get, get some theories. spoiler exactly. things. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You, you can have that. And then by the time you find out when episode one is ready to drop, okay, you're you're prepared. It's an event. Right. It's an event. And, you, you know, you're, you're coming in with your theories of what you've talked about with like-minded people that also watch the show and are as invested as you are. And now you can see, is any of that going to come to fruition? Is it going to go in a totally different direction? But you're, you're fully invested and you've stayed invested and the pe- you know, and, and all the people that enjoyed season one are going to, they're going to remain invested until season two. Right. It's more about it being a brand than just a product. Right. And then, you know, again, when season episode one dropped, I stumbled upon it by accident. Yeah, there was no, there was, it wasn't even like a trailer or anything. No, nothing. No information whatsoever. I just happened to be flipping by the guide and, and I saw a headline. Well, I mean, how did they get it out so quick? 
I assume that they, because the people in the show are not aged, like you can tell that a year has not gone by age-wise. Yeah, they pulled a... uh... They must have, you know already recorded it but weren't sure that it was going to get green lit to yeah, actually they, they show the it Velma. right exactly so it, it it is smart business practice to do that right oh, i agree because if you do that you're either guaranteed a second season mm-hmm. right like if it hits right and if it fails then you get to write it off right exactly exactly that's the way that they should be doing. The yeah. problem is, is it's hard to do that, right? No, it is. Like you, you're making people stay for an extended amount of time. They're mm-hmm. away from their families, things of that nature. But right. I think it's a, you know, you got to give Mindy Kaling credit for convincing them to do it, even though her sure. show was a dumpster fire. She's getting a second season because we'll of see. it. Well, we'll, we'll yeah, see I if know. it actually gets greenlit to go forward. But at least, you know. But I, I get the philosophy behind doing yeah, it that clever. way, and especially too is. You make, you know, again, A, they, they don't age, no one ages up on you. Right, right. And, the stranger things, kids right. or whatever. And B, if any, you know, you don't have to worry about if someone holds out on a contract, right? Because the show is already recorded, so whether right. they- or dies, you know. Right. So you have the season already in the can, and you're ready to go if you get that green light. So I get the philosophy behind it, and, and I think it's a smart business move to do it that way. But it's just like- you know, again, you know that it's weird when you don't like if you already had it in the can, like you should tell people more is coming. Right. I mean, again, you might not you might not have got the green light as of yet, but couldn't you at least, you know, mention something or or when you did get the green light, you know, hey, have this big thing where episode one of season two premieres and, and, and make it something that everybody can make sure that they're there to see again i didn't catch episode one on the day it dropped because i didn't know that it dropped i think it's tricky now because they a lot of these companies are having to kind of pivot with how they market Mm -hmm. i don't have cable so you're not and i don't i'm gonna be honest i don't watch commercials sure i'll pay the extra three dollars to get away from them Mm -hmm. so you're not getting me. Right. Right? The, you're, the only hope you have is if you drop a trailer on YouTube and it catches my eye. Sure. Or social media, maybe. Yeah. I guess I get of some course. ads there. Yeah. But, like, and I, I think a lot of these companies just haven't been able to pivot yet. No. Some have. You know, yeah, I've seen some have. ads on TikTok right. and stuff that are right. pretty good. Um, but... I mean, I'm glad it's bad. You really enjoyed the first season. I, I did, and and you know, again, I want the payoff. I want to know where yeah. some of the an, you know the questions answered. Right. So, I mean, again, we're uh, we're about to get to episode three of the season. I don't know how many episodes it is. Maybe eight episodes in total. But I definitely recommend you know watching this. The only it it the only thing is this is one of the ones that drops every week. It's not like Netflix where the whole season yeah, drops a, at it, one it's, time. It's like a you gotta put in yeah, you yeah. gotta put in every week. But again, it, it I think it's a really solid show and I'm I'm glad that it's back. Sure. It's a little tricky that it's on MGM plus because I don't think a ton of people are sub to that. No, you know? probably not. But good. I'm glad yeah, it's nice to see, you know, fan favorite things kind of Yeah. Absolutely. Back. So what about you? What did you catch? So I caught uh, a film. Uh-oh. Here we oh, go. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know how I feel about uh, one of the most 
masterful actors of our time, mm-hmm. a uh, Sir Nicholas Cage. Oh, of course. So I caught Renfield. Oh, I got to tell you, it it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's what I've heard. If you go into it, you know, like Evil Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you go into it just expecting a campy, fun movie, you're gonna have right. a great fucking time. Right. It's gory. It's funny. You know. They they wrap the whole thing up and like you know they treat it like a toxic relationship, yes. right? It's really really good. Good, I'm glad to Nicolas hear that. Nicolas Cage is fucking insane. Of course, in this. he it's insane. I know, period, but like you know how every some, like, aspect of his life, you know, in some Nicolas Cage is such an interesting actor because he you can take him right, and if you have a director that knows how to handle him, mm-hmm. you can get things like Pig, right, which is was my movie of the year mm-hmm. for uh, 2020. You know, sure. it cr- I crushed me. And his acting was superb in that. Right. Or you could get like a Willy's Wonderland, which mm-hmm. he doesn't say two words in, but he's great in it. Yep. Right. I don't know if they just told, like, I, I don't even know what the direction was because it supposedly it's a direct sequel to the Bella Lugosi's right. Dracula, exactly. right? It is just absolutely insane and every time he's on screen you just want him to keep going right yeah they do cut away there's a couple of subplots that are just you know it's an hour and a half it's not super long yeah there's a couple subplots that are just mediocre yeah but the humor in it is pretty good yeah now i believe this was um this was done by uh robert kirkman of the walking dead no he wrote the screenplay i believe he put this out it's good. Yeah. It's good. It, it has a comic booky vibe. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's what I, I heard that as well. You know, I, I would say the cinematography and everything. Now that you say that, like, it, I couldn't put my finger on it watching it, mm-hmm. but it does. It feels kind of like a comic book. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Nicholas Hult does a great job yeah. as Renfield. Yeah. You know, he's a solid, the kid's a solid yeah, actor. Yeah, he's solid. Um, you know, you had Aquafina as the yep. female lead. And for the most part, she's fine. I mean... There were a couple of weird scenes, but I think overall her humor really yeah. Fit she's in a well. little she's a little hit or miss, you know, as far yeah, as uh, you know how she performs. But at, at the beginning, I didn't really care. I was like, ah, this is she's all like, what is she even doing here? Mm-hmm. But then as it kind of got going and shit got weird, like yeah. she handled that really well, yeah. and I was like, all right, now yeah. it's really fun. I mean, I you know that's the the thing about this movie, and that's what everybody that. I've heard is like you have to go into it in the right mindset. If you're going you're into going this, to see Dracula too, right? Exactly. If you're going into this thinking you're seeing a Universal monster movie, you're not. That's not what this is. Even <laughs> like, though, like you said, it's supposed to be a direct sequel sure, to the Bella Lugosi like, one. Nick we know it's not in and out of his accent. Right. Like, it's just you. You're going. It's absurd. It's it completely it's absurd. Ab- and it's it's the best kind of absurd. Yeah. And you that's know? that. Th- those make some of the best movies. Oh, he is he is a crazy human being. He is he is absolutely insane. And I don't think that he has the ability to not be Nick Cage. Every well, moment yeah, of so his I, life. I showed you that clip where right. he was doing the interview. Yes. And it's just like, I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, I don't know if I could, like, I. it just seems like he wakes up like that. He does. I don't think I could bring that much energy. No, I think that, I think that he at one point figured, I'm going to be a caricature of myself. Yeah. And then... That's what I'm going to portray to the to the public, yeah. And then obviously I, you know, behind yeah, like a the scenes, Jeff Goldblum, right. And then one day, 
it snapped and he doesn't like know he how lo- to he lost the normal he, he, human right he he doesn't know how to be the nick cage the person anymore he's nick cage this manic crazy person he, he is a crazy human crazy being. And, you know it took place in louisiana too which okay. was cool yeah you know um, nice yeah we we spent some time down there a yep. couple years That's ago right. so it was cool to kind of see you know some of the sure the joints um I recommend it though. I mean, yeah, it's good. on, it's on good. streaming, so yeah, you I'm going to have to catch it for definitely, sure. Definitely, definitely worth it. Um, so I want let's get into the meat now. Sure. So it's obviously May Fourth. It is Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day, indeed. And they've heard us. Oh, I think they've so. Heard us for a I long time. So. But I, I wanted to talk about um, you know the Star Wars of yore, mm-hmm. if you will, because I want to you know. I caught a, a fan film on YouTube the other day. Oh, okay. Called Fallen Angel. Okay. And it was short, right? But it was just basically the premise of it was Vader going to Padme's grave. Oh. And kind of just having a, a, a bit of a breakdown. Okay. You know? And I thought we could discuss, because I think we split on this a mm-hmm. little bit. I don't... I don't think he ever truly lost his humanity. I think it got buried super deep down and it was all pain and suffering. But I think the fact that he did throw the emperor off the, you know, the pill, whatever the fuck it was, the balcony uh, to save Luke shows that there was still a man, you know, sure. Anakin was sure. still there. And I always liked the stories, you know, because they had the Vader comic books and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like in most of those, he's just the machine. Right. But I do like the stories when they when they do his, you know, when they touch upon the humanity, when he comes out of sort of Vader and you can see traces of Anakin. And I th- uh, do you disagree that that's there? <clears throat> I don't disagree that it's there. Yeah. Because clearly, you know, Return of the Jedi showed us that it, it exists. <laughs> right. right? You, so but, we but, can't deny it. But I guess my point to it is this, right, is that I think it was... I think where we kind of argue, we've argued about this in the past, and I think before he knew about Luke, mm-hmm. do you think it was there then? No. See, I do. But I think it was just Padme. Like, I think that's all it was. See, I think I think that when Pad when he was told that he killed, sh- that yeah. she died yeah. because of him, yeah. and supposedly he did not know that the children were born right that he just decided i've got there's nothing left for me right anakin is fully gone right there there's no reason for me to to show that human side anymore that compassion right nothing because there's Vader nothing killed and sky yeah right so now my mission is to take my pain and inflict it on everybody else i'm going to be I am going to cause everybody the pain that I feel because of all the things that have happened to me. So I'm not going to do it, but I'm not going to do it through emotion. I've I've taken the the hit with the emotion. Now I've turned that emotion off, right, and I'm just, just pure, a killing machine. Rage. Right. So I think what's interesting about Vader, like in the years where they don't really do a lot of, you know, because we, we have a lot of stories and stuff and some comics and mm-hmm. but there's not a ton you know obviously we had that stupid fucking obi-wan show right but there's a lot of uh there's a lot of interesting you know 
stuff with mm-hmm. him. And I, I, I like to think that it's not something that, that he struggles with like on the daily. Right. But there are events. Like going to Padme's grave would be kind of an event. Sure. You know? But how would, he, how would he know where that is? Well, I mean, it could... I think it's weird to think he wouldn't know where it is. It's on Naboo. Right. Right. So how the fuck would he not know where it is? Right. But I think it's more he's just afraid to go. It not maybe not afraid, but it's just the guilt and it's all too much to even go. Right. But but I guess my point is, right? Yeah. I mean you you know where it is, yeah. so to speak. You know it's on Naboo right. you, somewhere. Like, you you gotta it's on Naboo. Right. You gotta assume it's in the the, the, the city, you right. know what I mean? Right. By there's it's a whole monument. Right. So how do you get there? Being who you are. What do you mean? He's he's part of the empire. They no no no. I I know, but you would. But again, Naboo is like a refuge, uh, right? And it's a it's a rebel it's a rebel state, right? Sure. So you would think that if Vader was just going to land one of you know his his Tie Fighter, because the thing is that there would be attacks. Yeah, but would be. I mean, if issue if a if a destroyer comes into orbit, right? They're and it's not blowing anything up. They're not just going to start an all-out war over it. No, but you know, but what and, do you? Th- and I'll take it even a step further. It's Vader. He can fucking come and go as he. No, pleases. no, no. I get that, but what I'm saying is, you know, the military is going to be there, right? Because that's where they would be outpost. Right. And all of a sudden, Vader's Tie Fighter just lands and he comes out, and everybody's going to be like, "Oh, it's just." Vader visiting Padme. We're cool with that. I mean, again, there's going to have to be conflict. There's going to ha- he's going to have to fight his way to get there because there's no way that people are just going to the military on of Naboo is just going to allow him to land and just do what he wants because they they're a rebel state and they're going to protect themselves. Right, but I mean, I think you have to look at the politics of it, right? Kind of go into all of that. Like people knew Naboo was a planet. Sure. You know, and they knew it was a rebel state, mm-hmm. but the Empire, you know, was in charge of a good chunk of the galaxy. Sure. I mean, I know they don't have the firepower to match up with them. <laughs> like, but... you have to look at it like this. Like, Hitler went to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. And it, it wasn't an issue. Vader isn't just, you know, a soldier. He's the number two guy. Right. But... So if he wants to go, like, that's what I'm trying to say is, like, that, that you're not going to start... They would flatten you like no absolutely they would but it would it but it would cause some yeah, sort of a, a skirmish some, like diplomat you think so yeah probably see i think it would be very but diplomatic. here's the thing right I, I i didn't read the the material that you're talking about so yeah. I, i'm not familiar with the story yeah but again well i'm just we, i'm talking about him as a character no, no no but what i'm saying is he was told that he killed her right right how did he find out that in fact that wasn't true and that she is buried on naboo like how did that information come to play well i think i think it's probably more along the lines of you know he he i think he always assumed he killed her right you know but they buried like what does that mean it's not like oh he killed her so we're gonna just leave her body on mustafar no no, I, no. I mean, obviously, he knows that she would go back to Naboo right. to be buried so because more, that's where she's from. I think it's from. more that. Like, I don't think he has any illusions that, you know, he didn't kill her at the, at that point. I think it's more just, you know, he 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 finally, you know, it it would be hard to face her. 
right? See, After all but the see, atrocities. But see, the thing is, right? Yeah. If if you weren't told otherwise, right? right? Okay. Then I don't think that if if I don't think Vader would ever do that. I don't think he would ever go to go, her grave. No, I don't. Yeah, but Anakin would. Right, but I'm saying once he became Vader, you think that Anakin was it would have been so done. pushed down. Yeah, it had been done. He would not. He would not ever go face that and and have to deal with that and those emotions. Interesting. I don't think that he would ever. I think that he would shut that shit off, and it would be like, "Yup, I killed her. I'm gonna de- and I'm gonna deal with that by taking right. all su- my rage on everybody. I'm suffering, so." Everyone right. is suffering. And I don't think he would ever show the compassion of going to her grave and sobbing over her, you know, even though he believes he killed her. I don't think he'd go back to where so you they don't, were, you, don't you know, they fell ever, in love. You don't think there's ever points where Anakin slips through? No. No. Not until that very end. That's That's a... So that paints Vader, in, but here's the thing: is like he he wasn't as powerful as Palpatine. No, so there was conflict there, right? Because he hates Palpatine. Right. Well, he does. I mean, it's yeah, it's Palpatine put him on the path. Right. But here's the thing, right? Yeah. Vader heard or Anakin right heard the story right where or Plagueis. Right. Yeah. Right. So. The natural progression is Vader is going to take over for Palpatine someday, and he's going to be the emperor, so to speak, right? Sure. Well, he's going to have to kill him, right? That's how it. Right. That's how it is. But then, when they found out about Luke, all of a sudden, Luke was the guy that was going to take over for Palpatine. Palpatine was looking for Luke to replace him. That well, right, was the whole. Vader was all fucked up. Right. So the whole thing was, you know, join me, take your father's place by my side. So all of a sudden, Vader's like, oh, I'm not going to be the guy. All of a sudden, now my son is going to be the guy. So do, you, so do you think that's what snapped him out of it? I do. I do. So you think there's no redemption for Vader then? No. No. I think that... I think well, then why that, is he a force ghost at the end? There, there's clearly redemption there. No, there, there was. Okay. But I think that the only redemption came... When he realized, you know, well, he could it, still be the guy, but it would be at the cost of his son's life. Right. Okay. Right. And so he made instead all of a sudden in in one brief spot. Yeah. Anakin came back. Anakin to the surface. came back. Yeah. And what happened happened. And then. He did get redeemed. So at the end of the day, yes, because we know what happened. He did get redeemed because Anakin broke through at that very... When he was about to witness his son getting killed, I think that he realized, you know what? I'm going to, you know... Well, it's, it's one of the last links he has to Padme, though, to sure, his children. Sure. And that's the, and so I think when he came to the realization that he had children, the reason, and that the reason they I lived, keep harping on Padme is because he never stopped loving her. Sure, right. And if you look at the cycle of violence that transpired because of her death, mm-hmm. that is a huge amount of passion. Sure, absolutely. So 
you know, that that's where I kind of get and I I do like when they kind of, you know, when he I don't want him to come full out. Right. Like Mm -hmm. when when he throws the emperor off the cliff and then he's dying and he takes the helmet off. Right. Mm -hmm. That's Anakin. Right. But I like the idea that there, you know, there are moments where he comes to the surface and then he's pushed back down. You know what I mean? Like, because if there's no conflict at all, Vader's too flat of a character mm-hmm. at that point. And I'm not saying he's sparing people, right? I don't I don't think he would. But right. it, it's nice to see, you know, some, you know, the machine breaks a little bit. And then there's a bit of human in there. And then mm-hmm. it just goes back to that cold machine. Sure. Yeah. I mean... And that very well could be the case. It's just well, I'm curious. I, I mean, but uh, is that's not your Vader? Your Vader? No, because is just I because gone. I didn't. You know, again, if if we're just going by the the movies that we've seen, right? Well, uh, no, I mean, I'm. So here's the thing: is I'm talking because there's so much lore and everything, right? right? And I think we can. I think we've both thrown Disney's stories yeah, like out. The, the right? Obi Wan Kenobi show that's not real is not right. No, that to me canon. is fan fiction. Yeah, like that's not canon to sure. me. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's as real as like him going to Padme's grave. Right, but I'm just saying that I think that he just he turned it all off. Right, yeah. he turned it all off. He just he had a single focus, which was conquering the entire galaxy. That was a singular focus. That he had. It was the only thing that was going to keep him going. Right. And he was not going to allow anything else to crawl into his headspace to take him off that singular mission. So I think that he put all of that other stuff aside and was full on Darth Vader. There was no Anakin left. Anakin was, was dead and buried. And this was full on Darth Vader with one singular focus in mind, and he never deviated from that. I don't think that he would ever have gone to her grave. I don't think he would ever, you know, bring that up with those emotions Just and have that would, feel. Yeah, it would make him weak. Right, exactly. And I don't <laughs> think he would allow himself to ever be compromised in that position. Because if, if that's the case, and you know she's... You know, you you know where she is, and you constantly visit that, or you well, constantly bring up those emotions sure. that you killed her, and you have to live with that. Then you're never gonna be what you have become. You you, you will always have that humanity in you, and when you're just out for a mission, you might have a little bit more of a difficult time carrying that through. Because now all of a sudden those emotions could come into play when I don't think they did. I think that he was able to carry out all the missions he did because he did it with without any emotion to hold him back. So I will say, um, and I've shown I've shown you the clip at mm-hmm. the at the end of Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Right. When he shows up, mm-hmm. that is a very intimidating Vader. Right. Like Absolutely. He, he shows up and it, like the mission is run. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's like, yeah. All right. I do dig him as kind of this overbear because the, the thing about yeah, like the Rogue One ending. And- right. And I would even say the fight between uh, in Obi Wan where mm-hmm. he doesn't even use the fucking lightsaber. Right. Like that's Vader, right? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's it's tricky because in the lore, that's always been Vader, you know, right? But in the movie, in you know, in uh, New Hope and everything, 
these were just old guys. So like you weren't getting sort of the the feel for how powerful even even in right. his older age, right? Right. He was still Yeah. But see, you know, here's the thing, right? Yeah. Why if if he had emotion, yeah. then why wouldn't that emotion come through for Obi Wan? Well, because he blames Obi Wan. Yeah, but does but still they were they were like brothers, right? At some point, you would think that that would creep into his head as well. Like this guy was. So maybe he, that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what so, I mean? Like, like if, if, you if, let if Padme Compa- in and then right, you let Obi Wan right. in, right? It's a slippery slope. Right. Exactly. So yeah, any but the anybody kids that broke the armor. Like right. As soon as he found out about them, right? Right. Whenever that was, and I think there's a big debate on did he always know? Yeah, we that we don't know for sure. I I would. I would be very surprised. He must have known something because he knew about Leia. Right. At, at some point he found out. That, I mean, obviously we know that. We know for sure he already knew of their existence right. prior to their first. But, you know, again, here's the thing, right? If he knew about, when did he know about Leia? Because in A New Hope, the way he treated her and yeah. the way he conducted his was, business was not like a daughter was, right it, like he did not know who that was right. other than you're a part of the rebellion and right. i'm going to stop you at all costs yeah. that he's not looking at her in any compa- compassion now again we're t- you know that's not the way it was made obviously they're trying to throw us off right because we can't give away the movie right for what's coming up so you have to play it that way but let's just take everything on face value, right? I think, personally, yeah. he did know that was his daughter. Really? And he doesn't care. Right. It's just shut off at that right. point. It's, I know all about everything. I don't care. I have no compassion for any of you. I have a mission, and the mission is going to get carried out in the most so you think he was pure machine until the last moments of return of the jedi i think that when when he saw when he saw they had the lightsaber fight with luke and luke right. cut off his hand yeah. i think it snapped him into you like know, the, just the pain of it yeah kinda. i i think that it snapped i think that somehow something allowed anakin to come through and maybe it was... Well, Vader's not used to losing. Right, right. And so something something happened where Anakin was able to... So was it part of the machinery where there was a way to, to shut that off because the machinery did it? And maybe when you cut his hand off, circuitry allowed Anakin to come through because there was something that was closing that off? I don't. I don't know for sure. I, I can't sure, say it, what the reasoning you know, behind it is, but somehow you could even Anakin go darker, came through. You can even go darker with it and say, "Well, if Vader's a slave to power, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Luke just beat you, right? So he, you know, your son is, you know, the son has become greater than the father, right? And it could have been as simple as that. Sure, absolutely. You know, you know again, what whatever caused it, something caused it. Something caused that brief moment for Anakin to all of a sudden be there and then obviously what transpired transpired yeah but I but I just think that you know he now, is he is pure you know personification of an evil overlord 
Interesting. So, so obviously, I, I'm hoping at some point Disney just sells it because yeah, I, me I would too. love someone that actually cares about this property to mm-hmm. get their hands on it. Right. Um, would you want to see any Vader lore kind of fleshed out, or are you good? I mean. You know, the thing is, I wouldn't mind seeing things like in, you know, Vader's castle. You know what yeah, I mean? And, yeah. and, and, and just, I would. Just him being a tyrant. Right. I would love to see him carry out missions where he just goes in and slaughters. You know, just like Order 66. Yeah. He I goes mean, there in are a few and times just. where he gets fucked up, though. You sure. Know? Sure. But I just, but I want to see him violently carry out missions right. with with no remorse so whatsoever i think that i think i agree with you because i think that adds to the kind of the brevity of the character mm-hmm. you know like it's just you you just look at because unless you get into the lore you really don't know how bad of a dude this is right you know exactly like he's a bad dude yeah you know and i just think that if you can see him like in his castle yeah and just, you know, here's going to be a person who's just alone, right? And he's, but... Yeah, you got a little taste of it in the meditation tank and yeah, everything. but just like, I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm by myself alone. Right. But no one walks beside me. Right, and that's it. Like, this is who I am, and, and that's it. And then I will be here, ready, and then when you tell me what the mission is i'm going to go and do that mission and i'm going to carry it out 100 percent. right and then i'm going to come back here and, and be i'm alone and i'm going to just be by myself until we're ready to go on to the next one mm. i don't have friends i don't have and i don't want them right i don't want friends i don't want co-workers right that's you know there have that's been some it. there's been some funny stories in the comics about like people trying to like get to know him or yeah. whatever. Like you read that one about the nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like stealing his shit yep. too. Yep. Like you know, he'd come back and have like some damaged circuits, mm-hmm. and she would like fix it and then steal the things. Yeah, and then she confesses her love to him, and he just fucking kills her. Right, exactly, <laughs> and that's exactly what should have happened. But I don't even want it to get you know. Like I don't even want that. No, I mean it's a little bit. It's kind of a dark humor, right? Sort of thing, you know. But I, I, I think. I think um, it would be interesting to kind of see, you know, just just flashes of Anakin mm-hmm. for me. Sure. But I, I do agree with you that if they were going to make anything with Vader, I just want to see him full Vader. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, don't take the mask off. Right. Nothing. Just fucking your Vader, be Vader. Right. Exactly. I want to move on to Luke. Okay. Um. So... The guy who plays Darth Maul's voice, mm-hmm. you know, he came out recently on a podcast yep, talking about yep. how he doesn't he doesn't like uh, he can understand that you know some people needed to see Luke that way, but he doesn't agree with the the message. Right. And I think what's interesting, what what's really really interesting to me is that Luke Luke's message was compassion mm-hmm. and peace. Right. Right. And I just, I can't imagine why you would want to sully that. Right. You know, like, why would she want to, like, if that's the message to to young men, Mm -hmm. right, why would you want to take that away from them? Right. Right. Luke was never about gaining power. It was never about anything except for 
I'm a Jedi. You failed. I will not kill my father. Right. So that's Luke. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was he he wasn't perfect. He wasn't a god. No, he had no. self doubts. You sure. know, the cave. Yeah. No, absolutely. He had self doubt. He was whiny, you know. All, sure, of, all like, of those things like are Anakin true. Was right. and everything. But But the only thing is he he was not by the afraid. End of it, by the end of it, right? He understood his place. Right. I'm a Jedi. This is what Jedi is. You have failed Palpatine to eradicate the Jedi because I am a man of peace and I won't strike my father down. Right. Which ultimately led to Palpatine's what should have been demise. But, right. You know. Right. And then for him to come back, right, and want to kill Kylo Ren. Right. Like that. The thing of it is, is there's no scenario where that would happen. No, he doesn't want to kill anybody. No. I mean, you know, again, if it's out of necessity, it's sure, o- but obviously but you have point, to. I guess my point to it is, is that, you know, the way that they painted it in the in the sequels is that he had a force vision mm-hmm. of Kylo right. Ren being evil. Right. And he was going to stop it before it could I don't think, manifest. Right. And I don't think Luke would have ever done that. No, absolutely not. Ever. And I, I just, that to me... Like, if you want him to be a grizzled hobo or whatever, like Yoda kind of giving, because that's what they wanted. They wanted Mm -hmm. to make him feel like Yoda. Fine. I can accept that. I don't agree with it, but I can accept it. Sure. But he would never try to kill his sister's son. No. Never. He would never do that. No, of course he would never. And the thing is, look, if he's trying to train him and and create a a new Jedi Order, and ultimately it fails because Kylo Ren turns, then Luke would accept that that happened. Unfortunately, it happened. And... If you want to, if you want to say, okay, now I'm going to be that grizzled hobo and I'm going to, I'm going to go right, just and do like the Yoda. When, sure, well, you could do that because you, you know, you're upset that your nephew has turned to the dark right, side. But, but Yoda did it too, right? When he was fighting Palpatine, he slipped and he lost the battle, mm-hmm. right? And as a result, everything came to fruition, and right. he did. He 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 banished himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you, I mean, I know. don't right. I like you. I don't agree with it, but I can understand that concept if it were to happen. Right, Luke would, if, if Luke you would take the responsibility it. of of Kylo turning, right, and he would go and just say, you know what, I'm gonna go off on my own. Right, I'm, I'm heading to Dagobah or whatever. Yeah, whatever I'm, his I'm gonna isolate was. myself, right. for, because of this. Which is interesting because that's exactly what Anakin does mm-hmm. is he just isolates himself right exactly it's just two sides of the same coin right but yeah it it really it really shows the tragedy of it all that what I think is interesting is that you know Ray is a character being a Palpatine mm-hmm. right you're talking about patricide mm-hmm. she's killing her grandfather right and well she's killing a clone of her grandfather right. well, but whatever i mean you know but yeah potato I, I, potato right. exactly and it's just it's incredible to me because like i you know i like that that god of war series mm-hmm. you know the games and the message of that because it's you know it's based on greek and then it goes to norse and a lot of those stories these gods come to power through patricide yep. right 
And the whole point of those games is to stop that cycle. Right. And we went from Luke is a man of peace. Palpatine failed because you can never kill hope. You can never destroy the Jedi. Mm-hmm. To Luke tried to kill his nephew. Patricide is good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these are terrible messages. Though they are. But I'll, I'll t- I still say the rise of Skywalker would have, if it ended where she became Palpatine to take over well, and then run the new empire. You'd want more. I, I would think that would have been the, the greatest ending that these sequel series could have had. <laughs> you know, imagine. Well, imagine well, you don't ha- kill Ben. No, yo, no, you have to. Oh, you want it? Full, you want full empire then? I want, I want, you want ben, Empire Strikes Back. Ending. Right. Well, well, I want, I want Ben to die like he did because he thinks he's helping, like he's turning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He thinks he he's turning. Right. And he's, he's gonna. He, he gives he's, his life force to save her. Right. And then she just says thank you. Kills Palpatine because this is actually a clone of him. Not this isn't actually my grandfather. Right. This is a clone of him. I'm not going to allow you know this to continue. I'm going to stop it. So Ben gives up his life force, gives it to her, yeah. so that he gets, you know, he gets the treatment of being saved. She kills Palpatine and. and Make sure that that's never going to come back again, and then becomes the emperor, and then says, "Yep, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna. I'm yeah, the if, most powerful ben, being, and I'm gonna take yeah, over but if now." Ben dies, right? Mm-hmm. In that scenario, who who? There's no hope at that point. Yep. You want it to just end in darkness? Yep. You're crazy, man. Yeah, no. I wanted I wanted it to end where the empire won. Really? Yeah, because then. You have something to, now. You once again have to build that up, right? I mean, if she if she did go the dark side, even if you don't have the story right away, I mean, talk about you've created an incredible villain, right? Here's the thing, right? We know that Grand Admiral Thrawn is coming, sure, and Thrawn is the mastermind behind resurrecting Palpatine. Right. Right? I I assume at some point Thrawn probably is killed because he's no longer there, so I'm going to assume he gets killed. Right. So if if so if you kill Well, Thrawn is not going into hiding. He's either going to die or keep doing right. what he's so doing. Right. So I I'm going to say let's just say Thrawn dies, yeah, so right? Yeah, could probably takes him out. So Thrawn is dead. Yeah. The the emperor is now dead, and there is no more cloning to be done. Right. Kylo is dead. Right. The Skywalker line is broken. Right. But when Ray stands at the end, how how is another entity going to rise up and take over? Like, where is that going to come from now? I think it would be you could you could because what you can do is you can find ways to get heroes to rise up. See, but that's the tragedy of it is that instead of giving Luke his family, right? Mm-hmm. You chose to make him a hermit, right? And it's like, yes, you literally could have had her become the emperor, mm-hmm. and then Luke had a child, and see, and it doesn't even have to be a son. If it, if you want to do the no, but he does have. 
a son in in the yeah obviously but it's in not, the non-canonized right, it's not novels. canon anymore it was canon right and that's what i'm saying is like he you know that's all you have to do mm-hmm. is that you know yeah luke had a child in secret and he's going to stop ray yeah but there but there are so many other that but there are still going to be force sensitives yeah. That are being born. Of course. That can eventually rise up. Right, but the Skywalker line's broken. Sure, and that's fine. I'm okay with the Skywalker saga ending, and that's it. It's over, and there's somebody new to take over. See, I I think if... The, the reason I struggle with it is because there's still a Palpatine. Sure. And if you're going to have a Palpatine, I think you need a Skywalker. Yeah, and I'm not, and I'm not disagreeing that... Well, I mean, that, Kathleen doesn't want it. No, 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 no. Who, fuck her. I mean, well, she I know, doesn't want I mean, anything that works. But I'm saying, it, it, you know, but if Rise of Skywalker ended with her becoming, becoming the Emperor. Yeah. And the Empire wins. Yeah. And there's almost virtually no one else from the, the, the Skywalker saga. Oh, it's to, like the snap, dude. It, right. Th- it would, it's Thanos' snap. Right. But the... The difference is you knew that the next movie, that was going to get reversed. You knew that the snap was right, not permanent. Right. And I mean, with this, it's just like, oh, you just ended this in darkness. Right. This would be, but that, there was, you know, again, we're not saying that there's an episode 10. Right. It may never. That is a very, that's a, that's a bold play. That's, I would have, lo- I would have loved her eyes to turn red. Yeah, it would have been incredible. And she put or a yellow, friggin', right? Or the yellow. Had the yellow eyes. And put a friggin' hood over her head. Oh, a would black have been crazy, hood, dude. And a red lightsaber shoots out. See, here's the thing. Man, is that, that would have I been. Can, sh- you know, we get so caught up talking about, you know, the direction that Kathleen has taken mm-hmm. Star Wars. But then just having a conversation like this, right? I. I, I love it. I love Star Wars. You yeah, know what I mean? Like absolutely. That's, that's what sucks about it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we harp on, you know, all of the awful shit that they're doing. But you have to understand the only reason that, that we do is because we are, we're fans. Right. And the thing, too, is, right, we know Kathleen Kennedy wants a female ultimately to be the lead. Right. You would have still accomplished that. Right. That's that the thing. That still would have ended with... A female. Yeah, but she'd be the bad guy. So what? I listen. I'm with you. And maybe there'll be a. And maybe you do more stories. And maybe there's a redemption arc down the line. And maybe she she eventually turns and and does go good. You can always you know that's a story to be told if you wanted to go that route. But the thing is, when when she takes the Skywalker name, and that movie ended. There was no satisfaction to anybody. No one found satisfaction it's, in that ending or care. Here's what's crazy to me, right? And then we'll we'll finish up. Ryan Johnson dragged Luke's name through the dirt in, mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. And then when the final scenes of this trilogy, you buried Anakin's lightsaber on Tatooine. Right. That is the that is the the worst thing that you could do right and then like i said you, you're taking an you know you're taking the name of someone that isn't yours that you have no lineage to again after you just buried his lightsaber on right. tattooing and it's like you know everybody 
everybody knows, but you're not a Skywalker. You're not a descendant of the Skywalkers. You don't have the lineage tied to it. So there's nothing. You're not going to you're not connected. Once they're all dead, you have no connection to the Skywalkers any further. But you did have a connection to Palpatine that and would always that's remain. That's always going to be there. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It It is very, it's sad, you know, and it's bittersweet talking about it mm-hmm. because I remember before, because we were talking about it before the movies came out. Right. Right. And I remember how excited we both were. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I will say, even at the end of The Last Jedi, I was curious to see where they were going to go. Sure, of course. But just you know, it, it is it is it is sad. You yeah. Know, as a fan who who still care cares about it. Yeah. You know? And that's the part. You know, no matter what Disney does and all the bastardization, we're always going to care for the Star Wars pre Disney. That's never going to stop. <laughs> right. Well, that's why that's why I always get on that high horse with like copyright and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like it's out there. Like it belongs to everyone. Right. You may own it, but it, Star Wars belongs to everyone. Absolutely. You know. But uh, yeah, I get with that one. You know, I think we'll wrap this okay. episode up. Um, what do you got, Jim? Well, I mean, w- this uh, will be out after, but this uh, upcoming weekend, we're gonna hit our uh, con. We're gonna yeah do what we can to enjoy our first con, and then we're back to regular business, getting the art out there, getting the products out there. You know, check minus out minus the T-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> minus the T-shirts. But again, check out the uh, the social media for uh, some new artwork on a weekly basis. All right, Jim. All right, guys. So that's episode fifty-two. That's our one-year anniversary for Catalyst Corner. Crazy. Uh, appreciate everybody that's tuned in. Absolutely. We, we've had. Uh, I don't want to call it explosive growth. Right. But right. We've had but some some steady. S- yeah, we're getting. You know, we're starting to get to a point where we're competing with with larger podcasts yep, for sure um but you know let me know what you guys think i mean uh are you a fan of the tv show from did you see renfield did you like it did you hate it um and what's your opinion on you know vader and luke and and you know the star wars of your uh all right crew we'll catch you on the next one